Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Friday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is January fifth. Andy, how we doing? Brendan, I'm doing. Uh, I'm doing great. I mean, golf is back. I. I. This is always one of my favorite rounds of the year. It but is. I gotta say, I discovered something while watching golf. You know, it's a great oh, evening of sitting on the yeah. couch. You know, scrolling around, and I found maybe maybe the non-golf article of the year. You know, it's similar to the live trade articles and it's about my beloved chicago bears oh boy what does it say it's a uh, it's a day in the life bears president and ceo kevin warren chicago bears.com chronicles president president and ceo kevin warren's 18 hour work day on new year's eve come on not not this (laughs) can i just read i'm just gonna read the lead it's on bears.com just this is honestly media this is honestly like a 2000 word article and it's insane. It, there are, there are 15 laugh out loud moments of like, I can't believe this is, this was printed material. All right. Ready? Kevin Warren wakes up without an alarm at 4 30 AM. It's the morning of the bears final home game of the season. Warren's first is team's president and CEO. He starts each day the same way with a prayer Followed by quiet time. For 30 minutes, he lays flat in complete silence. He listens to the quiet, letting the natural thoughts in and allowing him a moment to say, to steal my mind, or to steal, uh, to steal my mind, in quotes. So, so was, what I have, I'm wondering, is the reporter observing him or is he just taking his word well, for it? Was this reporter in the bedroom at 4.45 in the morning watching him so, lay flat? There, Counting. there are. There's got to be a hundred pictures in this piece of oh, the God. day. Oh, God. There's a picture of him putting on his tie. There's pictures of him getting into his his car service. Who asked for this? Who asked there's, for two thousand words nobody, on Kevin no Warren's one. day? No one. That's the problem what? with the content industry these days. You got to ask I, that question. I got to say, I sent it to my 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 Chicago friends. Sure, I'm Jane. sure. With a screenshot of the of the lead here, and and one of my buddies said, you know, laying <laughs> laying in flat and complete silence for thirty minutes is is basically like sleeping in past your life. That's what I'm wondering. <laughs> Who gets up at four thirty to then do that? That doesn't seem like good use of time. I just I, I get meditation and, and you know. Some quiet time, but that seems excessive. Like just just sleep till five. It's it's insane. It's it's insane. There's a picture of him checking the Bears stats and score using the the Chicago Bears app in it. I mean, here's another line. 
Warren Can I just sit- say, go ahead, go ahead. Warren, Warren sits back in awe of his day, in awe of his job as president and CEO of the Chicago Bears, and in awe of his life. You know, I, I, I'm sure he's checking stats on his phone. <laughs> the Bears app? Chicago Bears app? <laughs> That's like me or you on the couch. Anybody could do that. Which brings me to a larger point. Who would use the Bears app, though, to check scores and stats? Right. Preston's kind of a superfluous uh, role. Let's be honest here. I don't mean to be. I'm sure he's well compensated and he has some important duty here and there. But the football team does not rise and fall with the president or the CEO. It's the front office, the football ops, the coach, and the players. Why does he need to? Th- why does he, you know, he doesn't really, his role is superfluous. Carbon policy, when the, he came to the Browns from the Niners, everybody just assumed the Browns in 1999 were going to be amazing. Guess what? Carbon policy didn't matter because he was just associated with the 49ers during their heyday. What's, why do we need 2,000 words on Kevin Warren and the check and stats on his phone? It's kind of, uh, it's, it's, what do they do? I would like to know more. I'm not sure. I'm sure it's different in different franchises, but it feels like kind of a superfluous role. I had to dig into the tweet when they tweeted this out. Um, I was texting with a friend. He sent me this this reply, and it got me digging into the tweet. Amazing <clears throat> replies to the Bears tweet. One of them, 18-hour workday, when the first seven hours are full of sitting in silence, religious... <laughs> I got religious nonsense. This is this is the tweeter's words, and nothing Not your- to do nothing to do with football. Followed by watching the game and then doing more things that have nothing to do with improving this team. Am I supposed to be excited? Feels like this? you got too much free time. <laughs> I mean, I don't think that is the work day. It's just the day. Your work then starts at whatever. He's doing all this other stuff, which is good for his work-life balance, I yeah. suppose. He like, I mean, it's like he works out, he washes his car. Oh like, my god. This is all counted in the 18 hour work. That's day. not work that. No. You don't all have right. to wash your car. All right. Sorry that's for the diversion. Warren. Good article. Just, Everybody read it. Yeah, no, that's fine. Yeah, it's that's just good. an amazing hey, article. While we're on Bears, real quick, first reply we got from Easy Snark, oh, longtime follower of the pod, I believe. Packer, Fra- Packer uh, fan. It, yes. In, you know, engage your bright mind, we, as we always, has some good commentary and feedback. We've had a, years of good Bears Packers. Uh, dis- I believe uh, dis- he lives in Wisconsin or he's a Packers fan. He quotes you, I haven't had this much hope for the Bears in a long time, and then retorts, Andy had the Bears in the Super Bowl this year, this preseason. I don't know if that's true. Maybe you were enthusiastic about it. It was a joke. But he had them making the playoffs like two weeks ago, which I do think is a fact check that true. I believe that one. I got to say, if the You're never not optimistic about the Bears. If the Browns didn't pull a rabbit out of their hat, uh, out of the hat against the Bears, we'd be in a win and go to the playoff situation. Some people, one person's rabbit out of a hat is the other person's just Flacco being Flacco. It comes for you, no matter when, he comes for you. And he came for your ass, fourth quarter. <laughs> I All right, we were say, talking about that game for I was listening to, listening to a podcast. They said that the Bears are seventh in DVOA since week five. 
Well, that's great. What does that get them? You know, what are, that's like Kevin just, Warren starting his work day week six. Well, we had, you, a, we had we starts FBI. week one. The season starts week one. We had the FBI raiding raiding <laughs> our our defensive team. coordinator's place. It counts. Had, Every stroke counts, brother. We had uh, we had Beijing Ball in there. <laughs> oh, you're gonna talk to me about injury issues or a fourth quarterback? I'm not Find talking about something. the Browns. I'm talking All about right. the Bears. All right. Their playoff God. team, week six. After you pop Kevin Warren for taking, you know, not you know, not actually starting his work day. All right. So that cleaning bears- his car provides a, a <laughs> sense of normalcy for Warren. It's this something you can't, be, you can't publish. Career. This you can't. This can't hit the. This can't hit daylight. You cannot put that out there. You need to stop. This feels like a PGA Tour type <laughs> activation where it just sounded good in the meeting room on the other side of the moat. But you just need someone from the outside to be like, "This, how is this going to scan? And it's not good. That's oh, you want to get into something that Teron Carter reported? Did you yeah, see this? Yeah, sure. Uh, maybe. What was on Twitter? About the rookies meeting? There's a <laughs> mandatory rookies meeting yeah. that's being held next week in Hawaii. Um, rookie orientation, Saturday Which- and Sunday before Sony. <coughs> Only 14 of the 35 guys who who graduated are, are in the field. Because we so have whoever. Ricky so this Bond. is sweet. So they'll fly to Hawaii, sit in a conference room for two days before the Monday qualifier. Tron went on. Maybe do a session for the guys in Sony and then another for the majority of record uh, rookies before Palm Springs in seven days. But hey, they're reimbursing economy airfare to and from. So they're paying... They're paying for these. I'm sure they're reimbursing hotels too. I mean, economy airfare ain't nothing to Hawaii. Hawaii? No. Yeah. For, for, well, whatever. It's whatever. What is it like? Twenty guys or something? I don't know. It's not. It's not the biggest deal, I suppose. It isn't, but it's just an example. Unnecessary. Of, of, of you're you're fighting this war against a. A better funded rival, or you know, you're a better funded competitor. You got to be smart with some cash. This is like twenty five thousand doesn't sound like a lot of money, but it's just like wait, what? These things add up, and there's probably a a hundred of these over the course of the year. It really is a sign of a bloated, like just completely over comfortable overconfident enterprise someone who came up in like the magazine industry when like the, the expense budget was you could go anywhere and do anything that's not the way the world works anymore why why what do you think is being conveyed in these sessions that must be done in person in, in hawaii, hawaii? <laughs> like what think why couldn't they, what are they why couldn't them? they have done it with knowing no rookies were going to be in it why couldn't they have done it this week in Panavidra? <laughs> Flown this everybody is where you down register. there. When it's lift clean in place, you'll be notified by five thirty in the morning. <laughs> like, what are they telling them that it must be done in Hawaii or a conference room? <clears throat> that's that's yeah. It's just think about that for a second. Not to mention the legion of officials flying over from wherever. From it's Jacksonville, Tron so. in my ba- in our back and forth. Uh, you know, he he alluded to them probably flying over business class to. You know the middle management of the tour flying over business class, so maybe that I bet I guess that total with airfare, two nights of lodging, for let's just say fifty people. Okay, this is insane. 
I mean, that's got it. It's one hundred fifty thousand, two hundred thousand dollars, right there. Well, yeah. You know what? Uh, we don't have that kind of expense budget. We spend our money wisely. We're going to the swamp. What do you mean? Oh, we are going to swamp next week. Next week, we'll be down We're swimming around. Live recordings in, in the swamp from the swamp. Should we try and do a live podcast from the woods? See if they'll let us do it. <laughs> See if we could get a private room. We should get everything off the menu. Like, not everything off the menu, but everything of uh, the varietals. You know, an Italian, a steak, and just kind of I'm mix gonna... it up. Just dinner around the world kind of thing going on at the woods. I'm going to call tomorrow and see if incredible. we can get a private room. <laughs> All right. We'll be in the swamp. We'll be in the swamp. Coming down. Uh but we, we don't have that. I, we try to spend our budget wisely. We don't have the biggest budget. But I'll tell you what. I don't think that's a good way to, for the tour to spend its money. I do know one way for uh, a good way for you to spend your money. That's by joining Club TFE, the hottest club in town. $120. I mean, that gets you, I don't know, a bottle of wine at the Rookie Symposium. I don't know what that gets you. It's certainly not airfare to Hawaii. $120, a year's worth of content weekly course profiles um i'm thinking i was thinking andy just kind of brainstorming as the year starts here new con do you think we should have the club i think the club should commandeer the means every now and then and dictate which course you get to profile you have to profile i think they i think like we should put to some club vote there's a couple and they make a year you were gareth maybe one a quarter i don't know and it could be some dog track could be, I don't know, could be something that yields minimal insight. But I think that's just as a, as a nod to a, a loyalty to our club, the members really having the power in the club, they dictate where the course profile is, maybe once a year, once a quarter. We'll figure that out. But that may be a new wrinkle we throw in the club this year. Either way, you'll get a diverse range of profiles, public, private, histor- you know, golden age, new age, um, different regions of the country some international we might be going to, we might be going if we do that we might be going out to the fountains course for stevie fountains i mean come or on PGA, that's good PGA, content pga Na- uh, national estates course that's a minor league golf we should check in on a minor league event while we're there we should we should absolutely do that. <laughs> Maybe Club TFB could sponsor one of them. We never followed up on that sponsoring yeah. a minor league event. We got, we reached out, we got the contact, we got to follow up on that. Hey, the uh, big thing, I, the other fun thing is that you know who was your pick this week? I think I had Brendan Todd in Todd the pool. Won. I think I took I Tom Kim on the podcast. I'm very inconsistent with my picks. <laughs> I got, um, I got a uh, more cow. We got a one and done league. And a weekly league. So one and done, uh, you could just be one week behind. Well, yeah, whatever. You can make up a week. You know, it's like the tour championship. You start a little behind, you can still win. That's uh... You're just handicapping the field. You (laughs) can still join in. That's true. But yes, we we designed it so if you missed the first week, the fantasy league also is kind of drop in. You win segments. And that's for club TFE members only. Obviously, in addition to the content you get. And like serious note, it, it helps support what we want to do gets us out to some courses we're not using it to uh buy a boat fly business class to hawaii for needless meetings we're using it to go make more content make better content 
hire more people to make better content. So uh, just $120 for the year, Club TFE. All right, uh, let's get to some quick notes. Kapalua, great first round. You know, we both said on Wednesday, eh, a little meh this year. Like the field is like, feels a little not strong, not great. But uh, I was quickly right back into it. Really just happy to be watching it. It's just blistering cold here. It seems like it's like that a lot of places in the country based on feedback, anecdotally, Midwest, even South, just, which always makes sort of the late night watch from Hawaii a little a little nicer. A little, makes you feel warmer just watching. I have, I have a picture on my phone from years ago before before the fried egg. Um, and it like pops up all the time around this time of year. And it's a picture of like a, a bourbon and mm-hmm. like my feet up your fire or something with yeah, the TV yeah. with the, yeah. with the golf on. And it's like, yeah. I, that's what I like. Whenever I think about this tournament, I think about that. And it was a cold. Same. I remember the night vividly. It had to be five degrees in Chicago. And it was like, you know, this, this, it's not, this event, not, not to make. Yeah. Well, I'll talk about it later. Not, to, not to make a big divergence, but that is a way like the PJ tour does have a handful of events which 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 with which a lot of its audience have personal associations traditions history with and i think that's a strength right whether tigers in them or not and it's something that live probably doesn't have even with john rom in this field right now but we'll talk about that when greg norman's quotes about its footprint and all the other stuff later but that I, is like an association you have I gotta say event. something about this event too is that a lot of its best moments aren't tiger oriented Sure. Which for like the modern era is is Tough. kind of refreshing and different. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you obviously didn't play it a ton, but like, you know, a lot of the moments I think about aren't that or aren't Tiger, which is like that's not Bay Hill, that's not Tory, right? Memorial Tory. I mean, for so long the entire tour was Tiger events and everything else, which and now it's signature events, maybe. And everything else. So, yeah, there's very few events that just don't that that are that you cherish that don't have a are dominated by Tiger history. I will say one thing I didn't like was the threesomes today. Yeah, just felt like it. Just like this isn't this isn't the event that I like. They got 59 guys. They can go so, too. Uh, they started. They start so early over there. They started at. Well, early for having only 59 guys in the field. I think it was, what was it, 7.45 in the morning? Uh, I guess it's not the longest day of the year. But, you know, with only 59 guys, you don't need to start before 8 a.m. But that's how they do it. And let's just go. This is honestly one of our favorite pods of the year, it feels like, just the early amusements. A noted lack of FedEx Cup standings, FedEx Cup moments, well, FedEx no Cup point. recap. No I know, there's, I know there's no point. But usually we get some summary of what happened last year. FedEx just just blacked out, jammed out of the broadcast, uh, which we usually have a lot of fun with on this. Well, episode. I will say, I kind of was thinking about the FedEx Cup today. Part of it was, you know, Trevor Immelman, friend of the pods, tweet about, about his... Uh, about how nice it was to start at zero. Yeah. How nice it is to start at zero. But then I started thinking, I'm like, it being at zero now, like, I mean, like, if you don't get off to a hot start, <clears throat> it's not that long till the season's over. 
it's quick. It's more compact, which I think is sort of the the, the mule or middle class frustration. Like, I don't have a shot at this. Yeah, there aren't a lot of us for the mules. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we just talked about the rookies barely not even being able to get in Sony. I, I can't wait for the model, the model numbers to be <laughs> just the so, so wrong. Was it 60%? Uh, something like that. 60% yeah, retention, right? Like 40% I, it might have been higher. Drop. Might have been higher. But yeah, I think hey, it was, whatever. We can look it up. It was from Players Week when they in, in Bay Hill Players Week back to back. They they put that out there. So uh, let's rip through notes. There, there we, get, there's some of the data community on Twitter could tell you anything you want from numbers. You know, you just you just get it. Just has to be anti rollback. So <laughs> uh, quick, quick whip around Friday. Sad. We put the kibosh on the chipmunk. Joe Mayo. How about that? We're praising him. We're talking about the short game rivalry between the chipmunk and the chef. And then immediately he's kicked to the curb for mysterious reasons. Hovland, not not shedding much light on that. But Mayo gone. Hey, can I do a real, real golf comment? Yeah. That's why we're here. From from the event. From the event. Yeah. It was freaking awesome. Scotty Scheffler. I will say that I'm usually say watching driving is not fun, right? Yeah. Scotty Scheffler, I remember a video the European tour did last year where they like had him hit all these different shots. I think it was before the Scottish Open. And I was watching him. He was like walking through like, this is how I hit this low, low peeler cut. Then today, within a couple holes, he drives the drivable green. Was that... um the one 14. that DJ, D, no, the one that DJ hit the greatest shot ever Down on the hill. Yeah, is that twelve yeah. or eleven? I was say eleven or twelve. Yeah. So on that hole, he hits one and he just launches it up into the moon, hundred and eleven mm-hmm. apex. Mm-hmm. And then a couple holes later, winds whipping, and he hits this low peeler cut, trying to hold the, hold the you know hill. It was actually a mistake, as as uh, Rolf Dog pointed out. With uh, you want to hit it further up, um, you yeah. want to carry it further. But he hit this low peeler. The apex on it was forty feet. Yeah, freaking awesome to have yeah. like that array, an on-demand ability to hit those different types of shots. And I think like like one of the issues with golf is that these drivers have obscured skill, (coughs) but that is like out of this world driving skill to be able to hit those drastically different shots on command under the gun. And there are a lot of guys that can hit it 320 on tour. There are not a lot of guys that can hit those shots in in, under the gun. Smart and had a good tweet in consecutive holes. He had 111 foot apex and 40 foot apex on drop the tee. Ah, right. see, we're in the same different holes, but yeah, I didn't I think see the I, smart I, tweet. Well, no, I think, yeah, yeah, you're right. It, That's I just, I just was watching. I was watching yeah. and and wrote them down. Yeah. I I was rewinding, wrote you them down. It. Yep. Well, I, I don't know. A lot of people say Scotty's boring. I, I I think excellence is not boring. I think his brand of excellence. I'm. Generally, one who loves content, loves the content gods to shower us with drama, excitement, gumption, red ass, whatever it is. 
he's not really a lot of that stuff, but I find him like enthralling to watch play golf. Quite honestly. Especially how it sounds when it comes off the face. <laughs> oh, all right. So he is not your leader, but he's near the lead. Sahith, the guy. Golem- talk, talk more about the chipmunk. What do you think happened? No, there's nothing. To, I don't know. Do you think he's going to the chef? That would seem inadvisable. Hovland just had a great year. Got better. Something had to have happened. Well, I, I mean, the chipmunk and the chef seem really entangled in this brand war. <laughs> I mean, we're just, I've, don't quote me on that. I might be completely making that. But like people tell us they're very trying to edge each other out in terms of self-promotion. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Who cares? Quite honestly, I hope you know his short game stays solid. Though I don't want him to fall off. We got some follow up on the on the on the golf course uh, rankings or the golf not the golf course rankings the teacher, teacher rankings. Got this from a from a un, uh, we'll keep it a nameless pro inside source. Yeah, I was listening to you to your podcast where you're ripping on the golf digest list. It's all rigged. Because most of the guys who get to vote are those who were on the list previously. There are three guys from a state list. Probably haven't taught 100 100 lessons combined last year. (laughs) They know a lot about the swing. One has taught some some tour players. But all they do at, uh, at... They're part of a corporation. All they do is train new coaches and do drill videos. Kind of frustrating to the rest of the teachers who teach 1,800 plus lessons a year. Of course, there's, it's insane. There's no real criteria to say what is like, some are great, some are good. But God, people love to flip through and see rankings. Talk about something completely futile. Uh, I was I news. was kind of nervous. Uh, you know, Mark Blackburn followed the <laughs> followed the corporate account <laughs> shortly after the pod was released. We said nothing bad about Mark Blackburn. So he's a great teacher, clearly. Number one, is teacher he one? In the, in how America? do they determine one versus two? Is in, seems completely arbitrary to me. Next time, so I next time somebody asks me where, who they should get lessons from, it's going to be Mark Blackburn, number one teacher in America. <laughs> Uh, elsewhere, what else? Other notes? Oh, I have just dis- I have really disturbing. Oh, Blocky, Blocky was in the top one hundred. Was he? He doesn't. He, he doesn't even teach. You want a good Blocky uh, unsubstantiated rumor? God. Start off the new year. No. Apparently, there was some Southern California pros event, and I think it was TaylorMade or something like that was hosting it. And he, all these guys have known Blocky forever. And they do the awards and they do the speeches and they the event's over. And then it's over and Blocky gets up and just, I don't know if he was scheduled, but he felt, took it upon himself to get up, take the mic and announce that he had re-signed with TaylorMade for two years. And all these club pros in the room was like, what, what, man, we've known you. What are you talking about? We've known you your whole life. What are you, why are you talking about this? What, what is this? Like, it's like some commercial Everyone was just like, what What are you doing? I've known you for 10 years. Why are you talking about how you've re-signed announcing this at this event? That you've re-signed with TaylorMade, great people, this, that, and the other. So, all right, we're all over the place. 
I have some disturbing news on on uh, the sponsorship front. Everybody's talking about Malbon, this, that, and the other. Wilson's out? No. No. Just, well, our guy, Septic Tank, might not be able to use the ground forces quite like he used to. Saw that. Squares are no more. He's out of scares. He's into some just bland, run-of-the-mill three stripes. It's a disturbing day. He was their cash cow. Their cash tank. How do you have a career year, become (laughs) one of the greats in the game, and then dump your shoes? You dump the shoes that got you there. (laughs) It's terrible. It's really inexplicable, Andy. I don't understand it. Uh, Nick Taylor's hat is booming. We got to ask uh, Septic Tank about this next time. We're going to have to get him. We're going to. We got. Well, Sep sounds like an incredible human being from all accounts. Various people in and around the Alabama area speak highly of of Septic Tank. Uh, Nick Taylor is sponsored by. Do you think he feels like Georgia was uh, wronged? No, I think he seems like a level-headed guy. He's got two national well, titles last two years. And he's probably happy. level-headed guy that dropped his shoes that got oh, him to the true. got him to the top of the game. That's true. That's true. Uh, Nick Taylor's hat has something called Boomy on it, which seems like the ancestor or the to Flimper, something like that. It sounds like one of those Silicon Valley, the HBO show. Is you know, Ehrlich Bachman or Gavin Belson. B O O M I Boomy. Boomy. It sounds Love like Hooli. On his on his hat, God knows what that is. Just Great a made reference. up company. <laughs> Boomy integration. Boomy. Of it's course, it's number- some software. It's got to be like Huli. <laughs> Ready, number one integration platform used by customers worldwide to increase revenue and reduce spend. Maybe we should look into this. Well, I mean, yeah. Integration platform as a service. Connect to everything. Boomy. That's straight Boomy. out of a TV show. Let's uh, see. If you want to work at Boomy, they, uh, they, I don't know if they have jobs available. Oh, they got some jobs available. Lots of engineering, okay. a couple finance. Well, Nick Taylor's going to start, you know, Nick Taylor flying the flag is going to expand the budget there. That's going to start <laughs> cash coming in with What's, Boomy on Nick Taylor. What do you lit. think Boomy's sponsoring on the tour? I don't Because, you know, if you become a sponsor of the tour, you got to spend some money on players, right? Oh. Is that like you, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, you yeah. can't. You, you can get to players though without sponsoring the tour. Yes, yeah. That's what I'm. That's what happened here. I'm wondering if sponsored. Boomy wants to get in on the tour. Do you think they went direct to Nick Taylor? <laughs> the Boomy Classic at TPC Deer Run. Well, maybe they're trying to become the official CRM partner of the of the tour. It's completely, it's like Flimper, completely made up name. I'm not going to acknowledge this. It's hilarious. It's on Nick Taylor's hat. One other note I had, there is nothing. I've watched this event for 10 plus years very closely for work. There's nothing Rolf loves more than the guy who gets there a little bit before New Year's Eve. Guy who gets there early. The player. Literally. You couldn't tell him anything about his swing, his strokes gain numbers. If that guy got there December 28th, he's like, he's going to have a big year. Shows he cares. He's out there to master Kapalua. He's going to win. And he's not surprised. Rolf loves saying that about every guy he saw in and around town before New Year's Day. It's you know, the best you thing. Know who every year been, he does this. 
who might have been out there before New Year's. <coughs> Who's that? John Rom. <laughs> yeah. A lot of Rom smoke. Is there an actual picture of him? Has anyone claimed to seen him with his own two eyes? I saw, you know, I'm not doubting the reporting or the sources. Um, it's just Rom is apparently at Kapalua or, or on Maui, in and around Maui. It's like doing the family vacation there to start. So, uh, one question I have for you. Did you miss Zayner at all? I, I like Byram. but I like Byram. I mean, all I was thinking about every time Harmon got on the TV was pocket knives and, and puddles. <laughs> I mean, I think this is the kind of low, like easy, ease into the year event. Where Zayner, we don't need Zayner to be on top of the, the, the stats or the cut line or anything. And he I can guess, just throw his stuff out. And it's great. I guess I do miss Zigger in the sense of we have no clue who it's going to be. Yeah. Yeah. Like, this doesn't seem like. Yeah. How would you feel if like the ESPN or the NFL CBS game of the week was like rotating in a bunch of people nance is with mark schlereth your guy talking about the hog <laughs> mollies hog <laughs> the hog mollies in the trenches <laughs> you got mark sanchez mark sanchez might be the worst nfl oh, analyst <laughs> he's, he's so bad brown's got him twice back to back and we don't get a lot of fox games people were like apoplectic this guy he clearly has no idea who's on the team what's happened with the team whose numbers who <laughs> he was bad we got him twice at, like uh, that rams game yeah he's <laughs> rotate them all so in. like this is my point right like i like kurt byram and i think he's does a really nice job but like there's gotta be some cachet and this in this lead chair, this is and this is like one of the, the events that people get excited for and just not having anything like Kisner's there, but he's like coming in on Saturday. He's like shadowing that was a the weird. first two days. It's so weird. They're they're kinda overplaying that. Like they've got, you know, Tiger. But he's coming. in for two weeks. Like, is yeah. he playing golf on the PGA tour this year? Because if he is, he's not broadcasting. <clears throat> yeah. It seems like he probably is. He's probably still a very good golfer and should be playing tour golf. I like McGinley in the in the TV show, but I didn't think he was great at the hero. I can't say it's I not, paid enough attention. I, I, I watched a little and it wasn't like, yeah. oh, I, I need more of this, you know? I love Kurt Byron, by the way. I'm not sure like he should be a part of the broadcast. But you know the name name that Bacon and I talked about on the pod that we kind of circled? What about Hunter Mahan? It sounds, I mean, we didn't get the international feed in the Ryder Cup. Like, he was pretty good for that and kind of didn't pull punches. He didn't win a major. Is that... He was a top five player, though. Top five player in the world. Still kind of a contemporary, maybe. Right. Some of the guys. Not all. Like, not that far removed. Probably knows a a lot of them. that's, that's, That's a big jump, I guess. You know, like, but who else really is there? Have any work, and then you jump. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. 
I mean, think about Fox when um, what's his name left? Uh, but uh, Aikman, Norman, right? Um, uh, when when Aikman left, it, you know the thing is, and obviously the NFL is different, but like they had talent waiting, right? And Greg Norm or Greg Olson, how <laughs> you got me all flipped up. He he's waiting in the wings, and he, he he takes that job and runs with it, right? Like the thing is, like Kurt Byram's there, but like. I don't think he's there for the the big job, right? I don't know. He maybe we're wrong, but like, there's nobody else in the in the can in the like. There's no one it's else. Weird. There's no it's development. All, it's just weird that why don't this year has started and these are some pretty big events for them, or this one is, I think, huge one. It's a little weird. Yeah. So. Um. Other notes. Thigala and his caddy need to mind the bunker lips. They got his only six birdies in a row. This was complete flashback to Traveler, 72nd hole. Like, what is going on here? They're talking about the flatty 54. And they're just, there's a lip right there. He's in this center line fairway bunker. And he doinks it right into the lip. Like, just, it makes his first and only bogey. Now he's still in first place. But I had a triggered flashback to that when he could have won the Travelers, and they just pound it right into the lip. Um, his caddy's got to talk him off that. Again, his caddy walked him kind of right into it, it felt like. And I know that's a balance you got to do, a delicate dance. Anyways, another note I had. You got, got, to, uh, got to get out of the bunker. That's the first, the first, first goal when you're like in the a- bunker. Gaddian for like, you know, senior to, you know, Thursday morning league play at the club. Um, all right. What else you got? You have any other notes, odds and ends players? I mean, great leaderboard as you'd expect with the small field and, you know, lots of birdies out there. I mean, what if the Jagus just keeps playing out of his mind? It's fascinating. Could he be, could he be the, the player that the international president's cup team needs most? He's an assistant captain. He's become, is he the Lucas Glover of the international team? It's a, it's an interesting. I mean, he's got probably twenty years of experience with that event now. So, yeah, it's an interesting. Jason Day immediately playing well at sixty five. Had a weird quote about cleaning the floors, not being able to walk with on wood floors with dirt on his feet. Um, just odd. Hovland, just a great leaderboard. Shoffley, can't. You know what? I, I thought Cantley did a great interview afterward talking about first responders. Yeah. It was like really good. He's come across pretty good, better recently. I don't know. I, 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 more endearing, kind of someone you want to listen to a little bit more. So, um, all right. Should we move on? Anything yeah. else? We got all these Rory quotes. I don't think I want to do that anymore. It's 38 minute mark here. Rory Rory did a stunning U-turn, complete total reversal on Live on his little soccer podcast. I wouldn't characterize it as that. Feels like I don't want to give Rory the benefit of the doubt. I think you're allowed to shift your positions. It seems like he's been shifting in position. Feels like he's been pretty pragmatic about things. He met with Yasser first. We have to get this done. I think he's made a clear distinction between the PIF and Liv and the people who went to Liv. Uh, I think, you know, had Liv had some more uh, 
I don't know, gracious or friendly faces. A lot of this would have been done with sooner than later, instead of uh, speaking specifically of Greg Norman and Phil Mickelson, probably, uh, who I think had angered a lot of the younger generation of the tour at that point, or they'd lost respect for him and, and didn't understand why he was trying to submarine their tour. Um, but he had some quotes to the soccer podcast where like live as exposed flaws. Uh, I don't know how the PGA tour has lasted this long. I think he's kind of said this already. Um, he did walk back. He kind of admitted like he shouldn't have been so judgmental of those who did go to live. I would say that's the biggest quote unquote reversal or concession that he made. He didn't suggest he lost a fight. And when the questioner characterized isn't, it that way, isn't what? that how you feel about a lot of things in your life though? When you think back on them like a year later, like, oh, I got in a fight with my wife and and I think back and I was like, you know what? It was pretty stupid that I was worked up about that thing, you know, that much when I think back and I get that. Like, I think the thing that is crazy to me is how how like it's alarming how much quotes can be misconstrued, because if you listen to the podcast, you know, and I think like that's an important thing with podcasting is like listening like you hear the full delivery of it and it's not just quotes. It's, you know, it's not just nuclear golf um, spouting out the quotes and cutting them exactly how they want it for engagement. Right. If you listen to the podcast, you don't come out of that podcast being like, wow, like complete 180. You come out of that podcast being like, you know what? Like, I think this is a guy that just wants this to be over. Right. And I think that's like, read what you want about, about, you know, read into what you want, take away what you want. But to me, it, it, it screams like this guy wants to play golf. He wants to go try and win major championships. And he's done with this, this bullshit that professional golf has been going for through. for. And I think he quickly realized the power. Uh, Like he, he thought live. And the way it was done was bullshit and thought Phil and Norman and these others with like, were not well-intentioned. It was not growing the game. Norman's always had it out for the tour. They felt like that was bullshit. They were trying to submarine the entire membership. But I think he's long acknowledged that the PIF probably can't be held back. Um, yeah. And I think the biggest concession here is that he was ju- too judgmental when the first quote unquote war started. And I don't know who he'd be talking about specifically there. You know, whether it's some of his like former Ryder Cup teammates, but that one kind of went viral. I've gone through the last two years with this altruistic approach where I've looked at the world the way I've wanted to see it. Ultimately, you can say what you want to do and what, do what you want to do. But at the end of the day, you're not going to be able to change people's minds. You're never going to make them decide based on what you would say. I wouldn't say I've lost the fight against Liv, but I've just accepted the fact that this is part of our sport now. Um, this was taken by... Phil like yeah Phil Phil Phil's doing Phil things um I would say he's like it's not a time to pile on pile on which which he's like kind of suggesting you are and you should pile on in my opinion maybe I'm misreading that but he's taking it as like a full-blown concession pile on infers that Rory is down in the dumps and like the defeated man um, this, but he is, seems to be calling for the end of hostilities. Let's drop the disdain for one another. And like, that's better than being hostile. That's better than disdain. And I, I did sort of appreciate that sentiment. 
that part of it, the pile on stuff is like kind of kind of Phil, I think, saying I've won without. How about that. how about Norman? Norman is straight <laughs> up fucking I delusional. He, I don't Lunatic. even think he knows what Rory said. I've happy new year golf. That's my reaction. This was on the live golf podcast with Sue Ann and Jerry Fultz. Do you think they're going to ask us to come on real frost Nixon situation there? <laughs> uh, I've got to be honest with you. I'm very appreciative of what Rory said. It's been painful couple of years. What we've been, what we've done has been consistent. Our narrative has been consistent. Eh. Our delivering mechanism has been consistent. The reason I say I appreciate Rory to well, fall actually, on his sword. The delivery mechanism has been consistent. No, they with YouTube. They've bounced. <laughs> now they're on the CW. <laughs> they've changed this, that, and the other. The reason I say I appreciate Rory to fall on his sword, which is a victory lap. When you say <laughs> Rory, fell, you are trying to take a victory lap <laughs> to some degree is the fact that he did judge us by not knowing the facts. I think we knew enough facts about Greg Norman in this 30-year crusade. We just did. He judged us on other people's thoughts and opinions. We wanted to sit down from day one with them to completely make them understand the value of live footprint. I get that they have John Rump. What is the value of the live footprint? What's he talking about? Live like hasn't really done anything. The PIF is a, one of the most powerful wealth funds in the world. And I get that they have a footprint. And their influx into the game. But what is the value of the live footprint still? The business model and the impact that it can make on the game of golf. I say, hey, thank you, Rory. We all know it's going to work within the golf ecosystem. I got to give him a bone there. I think it seems like it is going to be a part of the golf ecosystem. We all want to be there. We are going to be there. He said that. To me, this is a significant turning point for everybody. Okay, maybe they feel like that. I, I'll, I'll take that at face value, that it's a big turning point. I uh, I don't know. I, it feels like they're just trying to take a victory lap on quotes that weren't a full-blown concession. But if it sort of, sort of tamps things down, then good. That's fine. Um, I, I think Greg Norman has had a crusade and fell sort of ass backwards into the strongest, like the most powerful wealth fund in the world bankrolling a little bit of that crusade oh and by the way which to his credit too on the other sideline was like mark mccarthy <laughs> managing the end of the game you're saying Jay right? hands like i don't know <laughs> somebody i'm just I'm throwing some analogy out hey so can, he, I, can i throw a ahead. little pop out there yeah yeah all the all the people calling for for jay monahan's job right now Lots of people calling for Jay Monahan's job, acting like they're really out there on an island making big takes, taking big swings. Honestly, <laughs> I think Jay Monahan probably should keep his job. Wait, where were all where were all those people? Where where were all those people when the ship was going down? calling for the job like every that everybody then's like what could he do he couldn't do anything he can't do anything now all of a sudden he strikes a deal to get these get them out of it and you're calling for his job not not when he's just completely sinking like if anything this would be this would be like your head coach pulling pulling out like the last five games to get into the playoffs and you're being like you're fired right like he's actually done a good job 
getting them out of this shit. And all the people calling for his job now are just, it's just like, you know what? Like, fine. You can call for his job, but don't act like you're on some like Island, like, uh, you know, having a hot take. I, I, yeah, it's, it's, that's not a bad point. I feel like probably a lot of the people who are calling for his job are the ones just mad about June 6th and yeah. being blindsided. And they're also the ones who were on his side then prior to that about how he could, nothing he could do last bit on Rory. He did say there was a way to do it where it wasn't going to be this massive disruptor of the game. And I think that's the other thing to me. It's created this massive upheaval in golf. So I think he clearly understood that the PIF could not be held off, but did not appreciate the people involved in live and the way live was done. So uh, anything else on those comments? Can we move off that? Do I no, do over unders real done. quick? I don't want to let's get some over unders going. Some of mine. How about the slow greens today? They didn't roll the greens. Do we have to hear any more about that? Stimping at eleven. That God, they were they were touting that well, nonstop. The, they had to they had to they Wind. had to soften the greens for the tour. Remember, they had to alter. Yeah, that's right. The original Core and Crenshaw design. Their first first design together. They had to go soften the greens for, for the PGA day. Tour. Ah, four days a year. Uh, over-unders. You did yours Wednesday. I highly recommend everybody go listen to those. We do this Maybe every we'll year. Maybe we'll put them together. Usually you just YouTube. do them. But this we year I got it on there. and put it on the YouTube. Okay. Maybe we'll do that. Uh, over-under. Xander and Patrick Cantlay major wins combined. Okay. 0.5. I'll give you two. 0. 0.5. I think I- so I think I I, I already um, gave Rom one and Rory one. So there's only two majors left, right? Or no, I gave Scotty Brooks one. one. Okay, okay. Scott, I think I. <laughs> I'm gonna say under. Okay. What about you? This is a. Uh, I'm gonna say over. Those are two very good players. They are. I'm gonna say they get one. I mean, the, give me the the weeks in the top ten. They're weeks yeah. in the top 10 without a major. They are approaching unbelievable levels, like all time. Okay. They're into the 200s, both of them. All right, so this is kind of a two-pack. I'd set you up well for this one. So X and PC majors combined, you're going under 0.5. I'm going Xander and Cantlay major top 10 combined. Majors top 10s combined. So they're just machines, at least Xander is. Patrick started to join this party. 3.5. Combined major hey, top. Hey, hold tens. on. Let me just. What? I'm just gonna get get you weeks in the top ten for those two guys without a major. They passed Ricky Fowler. <clears throat> so they are they're at two yeah. two hundred nineteen weeks for Shoffley in the top ten. No majors. Two oh nine for Cantlay. Other players in the top ten in ahead of them. Luke Donald at two twenty. So they're he's passing. They're passing them. The next player without a major that's been in the top 10 longer, Steve Stricker, 254. So both of them are going to pass them this year. You know, um, then I don't think there's another player. Westy, Westy at 354. (laughs) And Monty at 400. So there's Westy at 354, Monty (laughs) at 400. I mean, this is, this is insane. Uh, okay. 
This so, is not. They are not. They have like it's kind of like an indictment on golf media that this is not the num- one of the big storylines. Every single major should be like these guys are becoming two of the best, greatest players ever without a major. Um. All right. So you said no majors combined. How about top tens combined? Over under three point five. Is so Pat Reed eight. in there too? No, it's Pat Cantlay and Xander. That's eight swipes at the apple. Three and a half. Yeah. I'm going to go. I'm gonna, good players. I want to say three. And that's what was great about this. I'm an this. odds maker. That's what I do for a living. This is what I, I think do. they get four. Okay. Over. I'm going to go over. I'm going over. I'm going to say the cats come out of the house. They get a major. And they're going over. This this um, I discovered this top 10 thing last year. It's amazing because I, I haven't looked are, at it since August. That. Yeah crazy i mean by uh, april by april they'll be at god by april they'll have more weeks in the top uh, shoffley will have more weeks in the top 10 than the david duvall duvall had a shorter yeah that's true they're they're almost to as many weeks in the top 10 as jordan spieth incredibly consistent like year over year over year crazy yeah, Spieth's at 237, Shoffley's at 219. Um, all right, I meant to give you this one sort of as a gentle handshake out of the gates. First hole, we'll give it to you. The third hole, kind of a nice little birdie. Points won by Canadians at the President's Cup <laughs> in Canada. Where do you think I'm setting this? 0.5. That's right. Point five. I'm going over my Canadian. They got, they're going to. They got bageled over and over again. A half dozen bagels. Corey Connors. I gotta assume they're going to have Connors and Pendrith. Maybe two guys. Uh, they, they got a great roster of Canadian players now on tour. They got Hadwin, uh, Connors, Pendrith, Svensson, and Taylor, and, and Taylor. Yeah, I saw. I saw Brandel was. Comparing some guy on the Scott, Athletics. I saw that too. That was insane. <laughs> Scott Hatterberg. He was quoting Moneyball. Scott Hatterberg. Yes. I can't believe you saw that too. I like part of the when he started on. talking about OPS. I mean that was like that was that would have been timely in 2005. I don't know why we're talking to Scott Hatterberg <laughs> in 2023. Svensson and Steven Yeager, he compared to Scott Hatterberg. That sounds like something we would do on this podcast. Um, all right, so you're going over 0.5. I'm going to go under just to kind of keep with traditions of the Canadians' recent struggles. It would be a disaster on home soil. Um, all right, over under. Alejandro Toasty, incorrect scorecard DQs, 0.5. Repeated problem with them. I'm going got a lot under. of guardrails. I'm going under. I think it's he's going to. I think he's going to have a great caddy on the bag that keeps him out of out of that out of the out of the scorecard issues. Maybe All the right. caddies keep his score for him. He hasn't had any scorecard issues. I was going to well, say that testimony from Argentina said there's no way he could have been keeping the card as he was sprinting ahead, just didn't care what was happening around him. But yeah. All right, it's there's what too about, many guardrails. Would you do toasty over under uh over under July Sus- 10th for a suspension? I've got <laughs> I had 0.5 for suspensions. 
I'm going over on that. You can't keep a man down yeah. like that. He's, he can't help himself. We may not hear about it, but it's going to happen. All right. Um, we might have to get an unsubstantiated rumor to verify that. Yeah. Going to get a source inside the league <laughs> office. Over, under, um, use golf facts tweets. This is one we do often. Has not tweeted, sadly, since April. It's now January. Does he think but it's dead? In 2023, it had approximately what I had 30 tweets. I went back and counted. It's the most research I've done for this podcast in a long time. Since you're 30 tweets since you're two weeks ago. (laughs) It looked like about 30 tweets. But I mean, you get on these hot streaks, right? And they just go. I mean, it's 10 in a day. I'm going over under 15.5 for 2024 tweets from Use Golf Facts. I'm going to go under. I got this theory, and uh, this could really be a bad take. I have a theory that, you know, the the reads are aging, and they just don't care as much about the little things. I think they... really has fallen off. Yeah. I think they're just just becoming normal people. Oh, my God. (laughs) Don't they have lawsuits still out there? The clay man running around. I think the, the, the clay man's still slinging clay mud around. I think so. Uh, I'm going over in the same way Toasty is going to get this. You can't keep a person like that down. They get the Twitter fingers going and you just get you get humming one night or two and you're you're going over 15 and a half. Um, all right. Over under Robert Garrigus wins 0.5. <laughs> Robert Gerrigus, in case you missed it, in mid-December on SiriusXM, this is when there was the big mule debate. And he, to his credit, said the mule letter from the law, law firm was ridiculous and stupid. Said he is still relevant on tour because he could win next week, which makes him still relevant. Because he could, in theory, potentially, maybe, win a golf tournament. So over under, Robert Gerrigus relevant does that make me relevant because in theory i could potentially you know get through a pre-qualifier <laughs> no it doesn't make you relevant <laughs> okay um i think i'm gonna go under here okay over under bryson DeChambeau majors 0.5 i'm going under but i would go i'd be bullish on contention Okay. Yeah. Like I, I would like him fair. at Valhalla. Actually, I don't like him at, at Pinehurst or No. No, I don't either. Although he, I've had so I've had multiple texts since we talked about um the Bryson um uh, the Sergio video. Yeah. <laughs> had multiple texts from different people uh that have said remarked at how good Bryson's YouTube channel is. Interesting. If you can get past like the live stuff, it's yeah. actually really good. Okay. Interesting. Uh I think he might win a major. I think he might I think he might I, I'm not bullish on Augusta for for now. I don't think I I'm bullish on a, on Pinehurst either. He seemed enlightened at LACC. Downright enlightened by the by the test. We'll see. I know that those aren't facsimiles at all of each other, but not always been the 
I don't know. We'll see. Da 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 Wingfoot. I think I'm going to go over. Bryson's right. going to win again. I got to um, go back. Who else you went over on? You've got I your, I your said majors. Brooks. I think I said Rory. I so you got three Bryson. of your four. And you got, and you got Cantley. You've already got your major yeah, winners. Or, or X. Or yeah, there you go. I just got to sign them each. Um, over under starts for the Dutch boy this year. Ten. Come on. Does he have Do you his know card? How many starts he made last year? 12. I don't think he has his card, but he gets the he gets you know past champions and one fifty. Are, are we counting fall? He made. Are we counting fall? Sure. Over under. Yes. Then I'll go over. Did he make eighteen <laughs> starts? He made sixteen starts. Ricky freaking Barnes at sixteen starts. You're going over ten. All right. Andrew Waterman pro-am appearances, 1.5. Guy seems to like pro-ams. Yasser, I think this framework agreement gets done. And he's playing I think in he's Pebble. In, I think he's in Memphis. I think he's in a Memphis group or Atlanta. I'm going over 1.5. Hopefully he goes to Memphis. And he's like, why is there a tour event here? <laughs> and that's his takeaway. Putting his thumb on the scale. All I'm right. gonna go. I'll go over. <clears throat> I think he's gonna be. I think once this deal gets done, he's gonna be out and about. He's gonna be present. I know he's got a lot on his plate other than just golf. Uh, you know, dalliances. All right, less less of an over under, more of a prop. High live earner. Westy, Graham McDowell, or Phil. Who earns the most on live God. this year? Last year, Westy was 43rd. Keep in mind, 48 play in an event. <laughs> Probably a little 52 or so, like what's, when you added. What's, uh, what's, the, uh, what's the other sport comp to Westy's late career boom here? <laughs> a big contract and just completely, completely irrelevant wow, once he gets good, the contract. That's a good question. I'm sure somebody in baseball or basketball could come up with one. Like a Chandler Parsons type thing going on here. Yeah, Gordon Hayward. But that's injury, right? I Both know. of those are injury. Yeah. Um, so Westy was 43rd, McDowell was 40th. Can, he, and can Phil Westy was be relegated? Can he be relegated no. now? No, this was the Keimer issue. Keimer was like 46th on the money list. So they can't be relegated because they're captains. Yeah. Oh, God. Or they have contracts. So who's going to win the Earn Magic the most? Sticks team can't be relegated. Yes, third of four, three of four. Yeah, yeah, that's correct. I'm going to go. You know what? Phil I'm, was 39th, not far I'm, off. I'm, 43rd. I'm, in, I'm buying into Smash Culture. I, that's what that's what I was hoping for. That's why I was trying to lead a horse to water. <laughs> Smash Culture. Yes, Graham McDowell. This is yep. the resurgence he needs. You know, to lure. Yeah. Crack. What just what a terrible team. I think Graham McDowell resurgence. He's out of the I mean, Westy Phil zone. Is it Bobby Bonilla? <laughs> That's not a bad one. Um all right, Miguel, we're on live. Miguel Cabrera was getting paid through this year. Talking about smash culture while we're on live, uh, Matt Wolf top tens anywhere one point five top ten, not the highest bar, one point five anywhere. 
Wait, what Matthew was that? Wolf. Matthew Wolf top, top tens top. on anywhere, any tour, any major. Yeah, over, over. He's gonna run. He's playing a forty-eight player field. How many did he have last year? It's a good question. I didn't look it up, but range goats. In, in with the range goats. Team turmoil over there. Constantly turn over the roster. Would Bubba take him under his wing? I mean, it, it looks Dicola like he, made a, he might, have made, might have made a good move on Loden Varner, you know, with his <laughs> off-course problems now. <laughs> uh, all right, let me get a couple Bears ones in here. Matt Eberflus, games head coached, 17 and a half. Yeah, he's back. He's coming back, they're saying. All right, well, that does, does he get over. to the end of the year? 17 yeah, and a half. over. Okay. I love this because we, we would normally do this in September, but I'm jamming in now. More passing yards in 2024. Caleb Williams or Justin Fields? <sighs> Caleb could land with some Cliff Kingsbury type who's just slain in it. You don't he know. He might land with the Bears. Yeah. Oh, that would that'd be interesting. More passing yards. Well, it's like if, if Fields leaves the Bears, he's going to like the Falcons, right? And he's not going. Yeah, that's I'm. Probably. I'm going to go with uh, Caleb Williams. Yeah, passing yards doesn't tell the full story. I mean, Fields, right? QB Fields rating has to be Fields has to be r- rushing plus passing. Yep, yep. Uh, Nick Faldo events called by Nick Faldo one point five. We're talking. We just had this long soliloquy about the chair. Well, so he's going <coughs> to. He'll do the open is why, right? He comes in for Thursday morning at six in the morning or whatever it is. So I'm I'm going over. What if he's the one that they turn back to? That's what I'm wondering. That's why I said 1.5 might be more than just the open this year. Um, I think that does it. Gordon Sargent, top tens, 1.5. Seems like he has his card via PGA tour. You could, Seems like they expect him to maybe turn pro in May after his junior year. Is he just jump in and do sort of the Ludwig type thing, top ten at one point five? I know that's not the highest bar. Your bank um, on turning pro. I'll go. I'll go. I'll go over. Okay. What about you? I think that's probably right. I think that's going to continue a trend. Seems like he'll be coming to the big tour. All right, this is what everybody needs—an hour plus episode on. Thursday night. We got golf advice. I got two. We're two not golf doing advice. that. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. Everyone enjoy your Fridays. Enjoy your weekends. Enjoy Kapalua. Just a delightful way to ease our way into the season. Uh, join Club TFE if you're ready to enjoy 52 weeks of course profiles. Uh, we will talk to you on uh, Monday. Recap everything from Kapalua. Kapalua.